Listening Dog Media. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and today's guest, Faye White. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nice to see you again. Again, yeah. After yeah. our very successful FA Cup draw. Uh, yeah, <laughs> indeed. We did all right, didn't we? Yeah, apart from the Arsenal one. Yeah, they got beat, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got beat at Forest. Yeah. How weird was it that Arsenal were like the last ball out of all yeah. of that group? Yeah. I know, yeah. Well, it was. I think it was the, one of the ties United 
I'm trying to think. We Liverpool, that was it. Liverpool yeah. initially yeah. in the um, in the uh, dummy draw, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that's but, right. That, yeah, there was like, no other real juicy ones, were they? <laughs> no. In the real thing. But. Yeah. Actually, you said a dummy draw. Do you do you practice it first? Oh, then? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I know oh, David's done it loads of times and he was holding the ball perfect. The cameraman was like going like this to me. He was like, can you just hold it really still until you see? I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, sorry. Right, so on that, um, when we were doing the draw, right, I'll never forget this because I, I asked you, I said to you, how many trophies have you won with Arsenal? And you went, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, um, wow, how yeah. many? <laughs> um, I think it's 30, 32. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it depends because <laughs> some people go, oh, no, because it's that includes Community Shield or not, and they don't get included or, you know, so I, I think it's, yeah, I think it is 32 without them. Right. But, yeah, I, I was fortunate to be in a very dominant time when Arsenal, thanks to Vic Akers and David Dean, <laughs> yeah. had, had um, you know, the pick of really good top players I suppose so uh, but yeah uh, yeah I kind of went I'm not sure because people keep changing it yeah, <laughs> and then exactly. if you include a WSL you know even though WSL is the same as our league winning medals but in their mind it's only one WSL now because it was renamed and all that so um, I've only got one league title instead of something like 10 <laughs> you know and you're like well, <laughs> we can't just forget all the ones before surely oh, yeah, no, <laughs> trust me that's what I feel like as well yeah. I had seven years before Premier League stats came yeah, in yeah exactly and all have just been like forgotten about <laughs> yeah and it's also like Arsenal um, because of women's football when I started wasn't really documented as well or record, even recorded although I remember when I worked in the Arsenal um in the Arsenal office, we come across one of Vic's um, subs books. So when I first yeah. joined, I actually we actually paid like five pound match subs, and he recorded who every week and every game who played no and who who paid and stuff like that. Yeah. That was obviously '96 when I first joined, but yeah, um, yeah like. Uh, Arsenal now says so I think it's something like 228 appearances I have for Arsenal but that only goes from 1998 um, I think it is and I was like what about the two seasons before yeah, that exactly. I joined when I remember it 96 because Wenger joined the club too um, so it's always like, obviously I remember the year I started playing for the club but I was like that's another like 60, 70 caps because we used <laughs> exactly. to play on 30, 34 games I think we played a season so yeah yeah, no, but like you, you know what that feels like then to kind of yeah. have some of your stats to be forgotten about just because it changes name. Yeah, and especially especially like they, they go on about this clean sheet stuff, you know, and they're like they talk about all the goalies, and I'm like, yeah, but they all had their careers in the Premier League, you know. Yeah. And I've got, I think I've got something like about seventy clean sheets from. Mm. Like and you can't take before. that away from a keeper, can you? It's no, like that's exactly. that's like scoring a goal. So come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's what's this about a quad? What what's the what was the quad that you did? Uh, quadruple. So yeah. um, it would be the prem, um, Premier, well, the league, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and then the Champions League. Oh, but again, man. when we won it in two thousand and seven, it was called the UEFA Cup then. Right. So it's yeah. and now again, I think our. Uh, Chelsea got into the final last year, played against Barcelona, they lost. But it, every, again, the media were talking about, oh, it's the first time that an English club have got to the final and that will win it, the Champions League. And you're like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help. It was still the top teams in Europe playing. Yeah. It was just called the UEFA Cup for some reason that they decided, you know, and then they rebranded it to bring it in line so people can identify it with the men. So Champions League, oh, okay, that must run similar to what the men's, you know, runs like. So, yeah. but yeah, each, 
it seems like each year with the Women's Champions League, they change the format because obviously um, new clubs and uh, teams are coming into it and different levels. So they've got to try and make it higher quality, I think, so they don't have so many, um, you know, nine nils at the start of the qualifying, you know, yeah. campaigns and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Would, you, would you say that that's your, your favourite time at Arsenal when you achieved that? Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. I mean... I think it was the highlight for the, the club because it just, you know, first yeah. English team to do it. So, yeah. and no one expected us to do it in 2007. We played Umia and again, it was over two legs. So we played them away first. Um, I think it was, yeah, we won one nil with Alex Scott scoring a goal that, from the halfway line almost. It was like, you could, should never do it again. Don't talk about um, things like that to me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I think she was actually just in their half, not, yeah, but try not to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we won't bring up that one again. But um, yeah, we, we, it was Umia and they were the, they had Marta who was the best player in the world at that point. Um, so, and then we had to bring them to home at Boreham Wood. we got the chance to play yeah. at Emirates um, or would it have been high? No, it was Emirates, I think then, but we didn't want that because, um, you know, I'm trying to think when Emirates was built, you'll, you'll probably be able to tell me it was Highbury or Emirates. We've got a chance to play, but we wanted the, um, you know, the atmosphere to be enclosed and we yeah. love Boreham Wood and the, cause it was so tight, you know, small pitch and we didn't want to get, be on a big pitch for the best player in the world to just run at us. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so to actually do it over two legs, we, we drew nil nil with them at home. So we eventually won on the away goal, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was good, but equally from a personal point of view, I'd been injured a lot that season. So I was only coming back because we played that game in April. I think it was the start of May and I was literally coming back from an ACL. So I'd been out for most of the season. Oh, so wow. I hadn't really played a, a yeah. massive part. I'd literally played in a couple of, you know, I got on in that return leg. I was on the bench in the in the away leg. And I got on for like the last 10 minutes or so, because it was literally one of the first games like back that I was fit enough to play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, from a club point of view, and it was just unbelievable and the fat and being part of the squad and everything. But obviously from a personal level, it was just great to be back playing because it was after yeah. how, after how an ACL. Out? Yeah. How long uh, you were you out with that? Between nine months to 12 yeah. months, really. And it was my second one on my oh, other knee. It? So oh, I'd done one back in 2002. So yeah. four years later, I'd kind of five years later, nearly. Um, no, four, it would have been when I did it, but got back to playing. Yeah. So like um, the worst, the worst ones, as soon as you hear, you know, when a footballer hears they've got an ACL, it's just, you just you know, touch what I never, I never did, but I know a few mm. of the lads that did. And, you know, they, it's like the worst thing ever, isn't it? For a footballer, you know, yeah, because you and, know and, it's going to be so long. Exactly. And, um, and obviously women suffer generally more from it, apparently. So, right. um, but we, I was fortunate because Colin and Gary Lewin were always so supportive at Arsenal yeah. uh, with the women's players who were out for long periods. They, they helped us with our programs and, you know, cause yeah. they were so much more knowledgeable on the subject than our physios at the time. But yeah. yeah. How, how did you, how did you get into football? Um, it was my brother, really. Um, I had a family that were nuts about football, so my, but I always have to tell this story, and you won't like it. They were all Tottenham fans, all right. <laughs> so I grew up in a Tottenham household. Yeah. Um, and my brother and my dad, what you know, watched it. They didn't really go to games much, um, but they supported Tottenham. But he played in a team, my brother, and my dad was the manager of that team, like a youth team from like 
they're under 10s to under 16s. Yeah. And I just used to go along and join in because I used to play football with the boys at school, the only girl on the playground, pulling up my skirt, running around, trying to, <laughs> you know. But, um, and yeah, I just, from a young age, it was just what I did in the garden with my brother and his mates. Um, but it wasn't until... Um, I was 14 that I could I actually found a, a club near right. where relatively near about half an hour away from uh, Hawley which is near Gatwick Airport right um, but yeah I used to go and train so they were two and a half years older than me so my brother so just so by I, training with them yeah, yeah it helped me and, and obviously training playing with boys every day on the on the field or in the playground just helped from you know from as young as I can remember really at primary school yeah. um that helped improve my skills, playing older, uh, training twice a week with my brother's team, but I was never allowed to play on a Sunday. My my job was um, bringing on the oranges at half time. That was, I was just was like, that's my only job and cheerleading basically. Um, but yeah, it was when I got to about 14 and they were obviously 16, nearly 17, that the physical difference and I was coming back with massive, because I was going in for challenges and, you know, but I would be coming back with, you know, big bruises and and my dad was like, okay, we need to find you a girls team. So yeah, luckily. What uh, what age did you get signed up by, by a girls team? um, Well, 14 was when I joined Horsham ladies. I think they, yeah, they were called Horsham then and then changed their name to three bridges a bit later. And what that was when I was in the seniors, but um, yeah, quite quickly I think I was in the reserves for about six months and then I was straight into the senior women's team at Horsham. So I went from playing with girls my own age to suddenly playing with like 20 plus 30. I remember our goalkeeper was 31 and she was really scary. Not that there's anything about you, David, that's been scary or a bit nuts. I know what you mean though. It's because it's it's like when you're you're that age and then you're playing with people that are far more developed. You know, it's like when, even when I went down to Peterborough, I got released by Leeds. I went to Peterborough as a 19 year old. I went straight into their first team, but I was playing against men. Yeah. You know, like seasoned professionals and things like that. And you have to learn, don't you? Yeah. And I think it wasn't even on the field stuff that bothered me because I was like, oh, this is a good challenge. And I'm just as good as them, actually. You realize quite quickly, but it was more off the field kind of feeling like, oh, they're women and they're talking about women things. (laughs) But I'm not at that stage yet. And, you know, um, it just kind of, I had a friend as well who I joined the reserves with and she didn't want to play for the seniors because she wanted to be just in a, with her friends. But for me, I was like, oh, I can't not take that opportunity. I, around that time, I think I just heard that there was an England team and you know, I knew about Arsenal women being the best because yeah. I was researching it online and stuff like that. I didn't have social media then, but we did just about have the internet, I think, <laughs> from what I recall. Um, but yeah, she didn't want to leave. And I was like, I kind of always say this story in schools, really, about stepping out your comfort zone and thinking yeah. I've got, I want a challenge. So and, you know, years later when I met her, it was actually at um, St. Albans or a London Colony. Yeah. I met her at that petrol station. Ra- mean, randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, well, she lived in London Colony and I I was, we've just met each other. At the, we were like, oh my God. And she was <laughs> like, that. it would have been when, towards the end of my career. I think I'd actually retired then. So around 2012 or 13. And she was like, oh, I can't believe how much you've done. And, and I was like, yeah, you should have come with me. Because she was a brilliant, she was a brilliant forward. Yeah. Did you but, tell her that you couldn't remember how many trophies you've won? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know. I think Wikipedia says. <laughs> yeah, just the 90 England caps. Yeah. Well, I always remember that one. But because I was like, yeah. damn, I didn't get to 100 because of injury. Yeah, but, but when... 
so when you when you first got your call up for England, how, how did you feel? You know, I'm asking you know because I I know what I felt, you know, and it's just an unbelievable feeling. But when yeah. you, when you get your call up and you make your first appearance, what was that yeah. like for you? Well, I, I, it was in '95, so actually we got I got a letter come through the door. I, I don't know how <laughs> the guys were told you were selected at that time, but we literally got a letter with all the other names of everyone in the squad that had been selected. So yeah. in 95, I think I was 18, 17, nearly 18. And I'd literally only been playing, you know, for three or four years for the Horsham. Yeah. And I actually got a call up why I was at, it was Horsham turn three bridges. So right. I was one of the first players outside of the top league. We weren't even in the top league. We were the Southern division. So we were the league below the top national premier league in the women's game. So I was seeing names on this letter. I opened it and I was like, oh my God, there's a crest. And, you know, and then I saw Hope Powell, Debbie Bapton, Marianne Spacey. It was all names that I was learning about again online and watching, um, well, online really, just because yeah. you couldn't actually watch many women's games on the telly then. So, but yeah, it, like my heart started thumping out of my chest. Oh, bet, and I yeah. was like, oh my God. And I still have that letter framed. <laughs> it, it, it's it's in, like, well, actually, I think it's in my cupboard just behind me. But yeah, um, yeah that letter, it, and then obviously later years, it turned to email, being sent an email that you had been told. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it was nice to get those letters. I remember putting every single one in the folder, you know, <laughs> that I got selected for. And when, when so the, you, you obviously you get caps, like, like what we used to. So when 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 I first got mine, my caps right were delivered in the post. Yeah, that's how I got mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but did you? Like, what your England caps in the post? I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's how we used to get them. Yeah, <laughs> but did you get one for every game you played in? Um, it depended. If you got, if you were in a tournament, then you would have like all the teams that you played against in the group stages, and yeah. then actually in the tournament, you know, because I've got mm. one. I think it's from 2002. And it's actually got 10 names written on it. Yeah. So obviously it's 10 caps, but mm. just on the one cap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we literally got them just for every major tournament, either qualifying or the actual tournament itself. So yeah. again, with all the names of the teams that we played in the qualifying group and then yeah. in the actual, because we didn't get into the World Cup until 2007. We hadn't qualified before uh, then. Right. And the Euros, I think it was, I think the one first time I think they did it in the latter earlier years but in 2005 we hosted it so in North Eng Northwest England right. um, so that was like the first Euros that I'd ever experienced oh no in 2001 we actually qualified and that was in Germany um, yeah. but then 2000 we missed out on yeah so 2005 but yeah we just got we didn't actually get a cut I think it's now only recently that I heard Jill Scott saying that now after a certain year or date she suddenly got, you get a cap per game in the women's game right. now oh, okay. from a certain date. So she yeah. got something like 15 cent, cent through to her. And she was <laughs> like, oh my God, you know, I've got more now. Yeah. So they get, I think they get one nowadays, but they, oh, it every... always hasn't been like that. Oh, but, okay. yeah. yeah. And, but, and speaking of the Euros, we got the Euros in the summer. Um, yeah. Are you looking forward to that? And have we got a good chance? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, well, it's it's going to be completely different to 2005 when we played in it because I remember when we drove up to, I think we played at um, City Stadium first and then Blackburn, I think, were our two other group games. Um, but when we were up there, it was like on posters and, you know, we were, you know, on 
a few billboards and we were like, oh my God, this is big. <laughs> but like now what the game has got to and the fact that it's, you know, gonna the finals at Wembley, they're starting at Old Trafford and the England team and there's lots of big grounds that, yeah. you know, are going to host the games. It's just, and it will be on telly, live, etc. It's, yeah, it's going to be amazing. But it, it, we do yeah, have a realistic proper, yeah. chance. Yeah, we should yeah. have got to this final really um, last time when it was in, in, in the Netherlands when they ended up winning it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, I think we've got a really good chance. And actually, today is um, England versus Germany, um, and I'm taking my children in tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going. Um, I'm taking my two boys and some of his school friends. I've managed to get some tickets, and yeah, because it's only about an hour up the road at Molyneux Stadium at Wolves. So oh, okay. England, yeah, Germany. Nice. Yeah, in the. Um, and does that still have the spice that the that the men's games do? Yeah, yeah. It, well, for <laughs> us it does, but but equally. They were always so much better than us when I played. <laughs> so right. they always yeah. used to, they were world and European champions, something like three years in a row, uh, you know, not three years, but three tournaments, you know, yeah. so over a period of like 10 years or something. So um, I remember in 2007, our second game in the World Cup, our first ever World Cup and our second game was against Germany, who were like the holding <laughs> world champions and European champions at the time. And we actually drew nil-nil with up them. And for yeah. us, it was like we just won the World Cup because it was the <laughs> first time that we'd actually ever taken points off them. And I think it, as well, it's the first time in a decade that they had lost points in a major tournament or drop points, yeah. So for right. us, that, that was a big game. But yeah, Germany, they're not as good as they were. They're not as dominant now but they are mm -hmm. still always just the German way, aren't they? So efficient yeah, and efficient just and, yeah. get the job done and play and consistently. Yeah, and penalties, obviously. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look, looking back at the um, at the women's league now, do you, do you feel that, um, that Arsenal have, have still got a really good chance? I know Chelsea have got a game in hand, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I, I watched the game, the Arsenal-Chelsea game, the 0-0. Um, and was really impressed, if I'm honest. Um, but you know, there's, there's still that one game in hand, and Chelsea can they can pit them, can't they? Yeah, I think at the moment, I, if you look at the two squads, um, and just obviously on the big games. So when Chelsea played City or Arsenal, generally, I thought Arsenal played brilliantly the other day when that nil nil. That yeah. was probably one of the best times we've played against them in a long time. Um, but yeah, I just think that if you look at their squad as well, they just have a little bit more depth and quality um, mm. and players that deliver in the big game and a little bit more resilient, I would say, as a team and be able to grind out good performances and good results. And they press really high, high and hard up, you know, early up front yeah. and win the ball back in those positions when the defence are vulnerable. And Arsenal are only just starting to do that this season under Jonas who's kind yeah. of made that change because we always had to play the Arsenal way passing it out from the back and and we were just putting ourselves in trouble certainly yeah. against City and up in Chelsea but yeah I think Chelsea over what the last three four maybe even five years have had a lot more investment and have kind of right. stepped above Arsenal yeah. I think in the fact they own their own ground at King's Meadow um, and they're developing that side of it and off the field kind of side of it and they've shown that it gets them to Champions League yeah, finals but, again but, and, but it's mirroring the men's game isn't it you know that's that's what happened when when Abramovich came in and, and he put all the money to Chelsea and for us it was like wow you know they're getting all these good players yeah. and it's and it's happening in the in the uh, the WSL you know it's, yeah 
I think you, Arsenal. You find that frustrating? Oh, of course, because I'm I'm used to Arsenal, know, you know, leading yeah. the way, and I love the club. And but I get they have certain, certainly Wenger brought that in, isn't it? Certain morals and certain way about what level they'll go to to, yeah. to you know, to be able to balance everything, I suppose, financially as well. But they don't. It might be changing more going forward. I, don't, yeah. I really don't know. But on the women's side. I think, yeah, we are starting to compete again. Um, we've got a good squad and had some good players come in, but equally, I think Jonas um, has made quite a big change in just the way they play. Um, but yeah, it, obviously it's frustrating when you're an Arsenal fan, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> They're yeah. not leading, but we are, you know, we're actually, we are top of the league again. We're not like completely yeah, playing exactly. second we, fiddle. Exactly, you know, mm. they're, they're competing and, um, you know, who knows where, yeah. that, where that'll lead. But um, talking about Arsenal... Um, what are you, your thoughts on this season on the on the men's team? Yeah, well, I actually, if I'm honest, I haven't followed it as much the men because um, <laughs> you know I. But again, since Veng, I always had a Wenger era, I suppose, yeah. because of being a, there when I was a player, seeing you know we were based at the training ground, so we always saw and I know just how supportive he was of the women's game and and you know. Like since he's left, you kind of you, we've kind of made a massive dip, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and obviously the issues with a bank again recently, and he's he's left now, hasn't he? Just re- yeah, left yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. So I keep a clo- little bit of an eye. My children do support Arsenal still because they get the kits given to them. They don't have a choice yet. They're five <laughs> yeah. and nine. The nine-year-olds, oh, the five-year-olds talking about Harry Kane a lot because of the summer. Uh-oh. He keeps he keeps going <laughs> Harry Kane, Harry Kane. I'm like. Yes, he's England. He's not Tottenham. <laughs> he's England. And um, yeah, my elder one is now like, oh, maybe can I have a city kit? And I'm like, oh, what? What? Sorry, what? <laughs> you know, because they just see what their mates yeah. are at school. I and, know. and they they but, see they see like the club that are doing well at that time. You know, and, yeah. and you know, obviously, I'm, I'm, I was born in Rotherham, but I became a Leeds fan because at that time. Yeah. Leeds were the team, you know, so that, that became my team. And that's what happens with the kids nowadays. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot more City fans than than what they're used to. You know, they um, when I was up in, in Man City, it was always like the guys with the white vans were the City fans, but now they're getting more global. Yeah. yeah. But you've got to keep strong. You've got to keep... Yeah, them. I know. I, they know there's this link with Arsenal because they're like, mummy used to play, you know, and I've just had a birthday <laughs> recently and my son was like, Dad, let's get her a birthday cake because she used to uh, a football cake because she used to play football. <laughs> as if like, as if like my husband didn't know that, but he, you know, and yeah, he knows, and I think he he does still have you know an Arsenal, but he was almost like the peer pressure of all. Oh, but my friends keep talking about these clubs, you know. But yeah, yeah, we'll we'll hopefully see the men. You know, obviously the FA Cup they're out of, but <laughs> yeah, um, get back up to good winning ways as well. Yeah, that's you know, and it's it's the same. You know, I think. At the moment, we've got to get into Europe, you know, because then that that attracts better players as well, you know. So yeah. I think it's vitally important with that. But but um, I think it shows, doesn't it? When obviously everyone, when Wenger that wasn't when the team towards the end wasn't always get you know winning the league or in the top two or three, but he consistently got into Europe. He was winning yeah. FA Cups, and 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 I know after when there's a big change. It, Obviously, a lot of the backroom staff, the whole club, sometimes can change the way it's run, isn't it? In in yeah. some, so it takes a while to rebuild and and maybe, like you say, track some good players and better uh, yeah. players again. The quality so, that you need. So when 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 you retired, we not did not have any any passion to get back into the game as coaching or anything. Um. Well, I yeah. I mean, with family, I I kind of. When I um, finished playing quite quickly, I was asked whether I wanted to help 
I was working for Arsenal um, on on like more administrative side because I just had, had given birth and stuff. But I was asked to do one a bit of coaching. But then it was had to work your time and do evenings. And I was like, I've just had right. a child. I spent yeah. 20 years of my life focusing, putting every family, everyone away. And I was like, these years go so quick don't they the young years and I want to be there and be a good mum now and to be fair having a baby can change me I really thought I'd be like you know tunnel vision like I was when I was a player but when yeah I had my son my first son it was like oh my god there's another world and I'm not important (laughs) anymore it's just my child you know so um I still keep in you know in touch with the game work with on the media side and do stuff with the FA promoting the women's game in schools um, do commentating um, most weekends on the WSL and, and you know, because now the game's grown, there's, you know, commentating jobs to be able for, for foreign TV as yeah, well. It's, and it's just going to get yeah. bigger and bigger. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, it was trying to get that balance of being able to have family time. Um, obviously then give my husband time to be able to go and do his career and work. Yeah. Um, but, and then me trying to pick and choose when I can do bits around, you know, putting my family first, I suppose. But yeah, you you don't with coaching. You don't want to be out too long, do you? And oh. I, I did do my badge and um, wasn't able to take it much further after that, just because of the time of my family. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, you always need a passion too, don't you? I, I if I do something, I have to do it hundred percent. Right. I'm not very good at you know. I would have always had that mum guilt, I think, of not being there <laughs> and seeing my son play on a Saturday because I'm doing you know coaching someone yeah. else's children yeah. or something. You know, but well, that, well that's it now. It's because it's because he's become full time. You know, it was like even when I retired, you know, I, I got offered a, a coaching job probably about a year after I'd retired. Yeah, and that was to go back into coaching, into football, doing football hours again. You know, and, and but this was just as a coach, and I was I wasn't ready for that. You know, mm. I was I wanted a bit of time to myself, like what you said. You know, there's there's other stuff to do. You know, and once once you accept that as a footballer, your career is going to be over while you quite while you're relatively young. You know, and mm. you've got another life to lead after that. You know, once yeah. you can accept that, then you can you can get on with it and enjoy. It. And people say to me, "Do you miss it?" And I go, "No, I have I don't miss it at all. I don't miss the playing side at all." I don't mm. know. How, how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose because I wasn't te- technically turned professional, although right. as in my psyche, the way I prepared, her, the way I lived, the way I trained, I dedicated my whole life to it and my whole time yeah. to it. And I just had to do these other things that earned me money on the side, really. Um, but obviously, towards my end of the career, I did have an England contract, had a contract with Arsenal, but also work for the club. So that allowed right. me to, you know, to, to be able to juggle not having a you know a, a so normal five nine to five job and have to work around that so um yeah I, I think for me I, I do I do miss the plane when I watch the big games the England games I, I'm like oh, I wish I could I'll just imagine I wonder <laughs> if I was playing now how would I compete and I'll be like well there's lots of players that I've played with that yeah. are still playing so you think I knew with my mentality and what I would have loved the professional era because right. that's almost what I was trying to show to all the players as captain. Mm-hmm. This is what we need to do to take the game to that level. You know, we need to eat and play and train like this, you know. Um, and now those girls are benefit from it, really. Um, yeah. But for me, yeah, to go into coaching at that age, at that time, when I finished in 2012, it was very different now because it wouldn't have been 
just a, a few hours in the day, it would have been working a full-time job yeah. and then doing more coaching, not right. for a lot of money at, you know, and yeah. I just couldn't do that. Exactly. I just couldn't <laughs> do it at the time. And it's sometimes yeah. it's just timing, isn't it? I yeah. suppose. Um, but yeah, like I say, do still keep, and I love the media side of things um, mm-hmm. and the promotion and that kind of yeah. role model um, aspect of being England and Arsenal captain when I was a player. So I enjoy doing that kind of stuff still and trying to promote the women's game still even now. Yeah. You know, and, and the women's game is, is just getting bigger and better all the time. And we're just coming off the back of the news about America where the women have got equal pay. Um, you know, and it, I know it was spoken about earlier about the FA Cup, you know, the prize money not being anywhere near as what it should be for the, for the, uh, for the ladies. Do you think it will get, can't imagine it'll get anywhere near equal pay, but it, it must start getting bigger and better soon. Yeah, well, you know, more sponsorships are starting to come into the yeah. game. A that the like the clubs can attract and the FA can attract on the tournaments, or like even with the Arnold uh, Arnold Clark Cup, it's a bit of a mouthful there, but um, <laughs> you know, having that as a sponsor and having the profile that it has. Um, but yeah, I saw that um, article, and obviously America have been pushing on that front for quite a few years but I, I go back to 1999 um the world cup where they won it in in the rose bowl in front yeah. of over 90,000 people yeah and they've been doing that regularly ever since um <laughs> and in the in their culture and in their way they're obviously the women's team are a lot higher achieving than the men's and yeah and it's a yeah it's a different and you see you see that in the Scandinavian countries too when I was playing that you know the Swede you go to in the Sweden um in Sweden and go to play a, a Swedish team in the Champions League for example and they'll be on the back of the paper or the front of the paper when I was playing back then you know so yeah. It's yeah. starting to get like that now, but I suppose there's even male sports in England that are kind of battling against men's football, aren't they? Like rugby and you know yeah. other other team sports that are trying to get some of the profile because you know we have as our national game we have football up there, don't we? So it's yeah, yeah. yeah I can't. You would hope, but equally, I I am realistic that. I think the, the games have to bring in the fans as well. Yeah, and and yeah, in, in, in that sense, we're against tradition and the fact that it was for a long time banned, the women's game was banned. So right. it's got, it's trying to play catch up, isn't it? With changing stereotypes yeah, yeah. and perceptions and. You know, and especially with, you know, having, having the Euros <laughs> this summer, that'll be, that'll be interesting. You know, like you say, they're playing in the big stadiums and it's going to be on TV. It'd be, it'd be, I would imagine that'll be a great success as well. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing from my career was that I noticed it was always because the women's game is compared with the men's. Every interview you would do, yeah. it would always have this question, oh, how do you think you'd do against Thierry Henry? Or how would you score a goal against David Seaman? And, you know, <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, we, you know, why you don't do that yeah. with athletics and go, well, how, who's going to race against Usain Bolt is, um, you know, the other, I can't, trying to, um, James, is it? Or even um, Nadine. Um, Smith how she yeah. would run against and um, Dina Asher Smith how she would yeah. run against you know you just don't do it and in tennis so I it, it, with football it just seems to be the thing that you get asked or it always is compared you know with so yeah. it, get, it yeah. was frustrating but I think we're getting away from that now yeah yeah well yeah. It's, it's been amazing having you on Faye but as an Arsenal fan I always ask a question and I forgot to ask Martin Keel this the last time I had Martin on <laughs> One choice, Thierry Henry or Dennis Burkham. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I, I don't know. I think I'd go with Thierry Henry, I, yeah. I think. Just because, yeah. yeah. I mean, Dennis Burkow was an amazing player, wasn't he? But, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, from those, I'd go Thierry Henry. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I always choose Thierry because I, I feel that he could affect the game in more areas other than what Dennis did you know Dennis yeah. was unreal around the box and, and finding passes but Thierry could you know as we saw he could pick the ball up in his own box yeah and, and dribble past back. people yeah. and you know blast away from them yeah. and score like he did against Tottenham yeah <laughs> <laughs> score ridiculous goals from everywhere yeah. wasn't it One was yeah. there that volley or that overhead kick one yeah, yeah. Man United yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so I, yeah. yeah I think Dennis with his he was unbelievably skillful wasn't he in that Newcastle game that I remember always that picture in London Colney training ground was up near reception, yeah. wasn't it? Where they That's documented right. every photo, every touch that he did to yeah. knock it over the heads. And yeah, it was, yeah. Um, that was special. <laughs> but yeah, I think Thierry Henry could change the game more often, couldn't he? The big games and yeah. 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 But good question. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Seaman Says Faye. It's been amazing having you on. And uh... I still can't believe you don't have any trophies you won. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know. You can't remember because it was that many. <laughs> fortunate. Exactly. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Cheers, eh? Thanks. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.